a third year or fourth year of the NYC. So this is the first time you this is not your first time, I know. What about you folks? How many times have you? Yeah, my first time here. Okay. Yeah, my first time as well. Okay, welcome to New York. It's my first time as well, yeah. Well, last year, you guys did a lot of cool stuff, I remember. Yeah, yeah, the rest of the team was there. Okay, and I think still, regardless, I think we still at the NFT 1.0 stage. So we still have a lot of new things, and we have been through all kind of NFT marketplace, all kind of collectibles. So what you guys feel like right now, we're in, I would say, quieter market in general. But I do see a lot of people coming to New York City this time, just want to be part of the, uh, the families. And I can see people still really passionate about the collections, how the future of the NFTs. So I do see just from the, from the exchange perspectives, we see all different angles, how people are trying to build on top of the NFTs, no longer just the collections. Like selling NFT on the marketplaces is simple, that's number one. But what's the next really big moves? We have music, we have gaming, we have like all kind of a play to earn, work to earn kind of business models. And now we also have like finance, DeFi get attached with NFTs. What do you guys thought on this? Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, right now we're in that 1.0 phase, just like the, the internet 20, 25 years ago, where we're like replicating things that exist today. Um, you know, back in the beginning of the internet, it was like, all right, can we put my recipes on the internet, right? I can listen to music on the internet. It's like, oh, we're replicating like radio and books and whatnot. So I think we're in that phase, so we're making, you know, uh, games and DeFi and, and music and whatnot. Um, and I think we're, you know, most of us are probably still figuring out like, what is the next thing that's only possible with Web3 that really takes us to 2.0 uh, instead of just replicating things that are in the real world. Well, but hey, we're even if we're replicating things that already exist, you know, zoom out. The Soho House is vulnerable to the competitor that allows you to own your membership, right? I'm about to, if I move out of a town that has a house, then I don't get any value for the fact that I've been a member for, for ages, right? So the next one is gonna, will recreate the great thing that Soho House has done, but then I have now an, an asset I own, and that is what we have an advantage. Yeah, and there is a saying, the history does not repeat itself, but it rhymes. Uh, I think we experienced the 2017, um, like, bubble, in 2017, everyone was trying to create X on blockchain, and then 90% of these projects died, but 10% uh, gave birth to the DeFi summer. And just a lot of projects didn't like the money. They hired people, they teach them how to do blockchain. Uh, we have hired several guys in our team that were just like, uh, got their first experience working for these companies. So we've got the same moment right now. NFT was doing everything on NFTs. Now we'll see this uh, great noise from the like fundamental separation, and I'm really, really curious what would be the fundamental use cases. Maybe we can spend some time talking about that. What do you think, guys? What's, what's fundamental? I mean, the, I think everybody got a taste of what ownership feels like. You know, if you didn't own your house, you didn't own, you, know, you didn't have a lot of things that you owned, but all of a sudden you're owning these assets. You know, that's really powerful. And, and, you know, particularly in the gaming world, you know, right now we've got this 
this, this hurdle where you might have to jump to buy a fifty dollar game. You might have not even like the game. You know, if you could, if you're you were buying an asset and you know backed by an NFT, it would give you some value. We're sort of back to gaming cartridges again, right? You have to resell uh, and, and once we hit Web 2 and it was all subscriptions, the users sort of got disenfranchised from that ownership again. So I think we're sort of, again, it rhymes with, with 1.0, but, but we're, we're, we're back to being a little bit asset. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right. So that's, uh, I mean, that's a great point that even with replicating, you know, what's out there today, that, that ownership and that empowerment, that is something that doesn't exist, you know, outside of Web 3, typically. Um, and that's, that's a very powerful thing when you talk about creating um, communities, you know, or, or a topic for today. Because there's tons of stuff out there, cool software, cool games that has you know, utilities, providing value, it's um, reducing like, pain points. But like, no one is jumping on Discord, you know, dropping dank memes over like the latest tax software, right? Like, you need it, it's useful to you, it's also a pain point. But uh, you're, you, know, you don't have any stay in the future and whatnot. Um, and that ownership empowerment that uh, the NFTs are giving to your community, what does a path forward look like, whether it's game or marketplace or whatnot, um, that is what everyone is, is rallying on because they are, are they're part of that thing and what it becomes. Um, and that's what we're all hanging up with. What do you guys think about the market in general at this point? This doesn't bother me at all. If you're building, you believe in the long term. Right? It's the mental models that we're all excited about. So much of this stuff is still in flux, and all of the, the up and down is just going to be noise until we're really, you know, you mentioned it. You know, it feels like the late 90s before we had Netflix, 3D, Uber, Airbnb, all these things you use every single day, and, and we're at that point. And so all that stuff is, you know, that we're going to use every single day and not even use the word NFT. That's a decade from now. But also, I think at this point, we will see a lot of like, Good projects that were just naturally out of the market, which is good. We have seen too many, too much project last year, right? It was just all over the place. And everybody's trying to have like a big creative, not really. And they, they, they have the games not really. I mean, we're in the gaming industry for a whole lot, 20 years. We play video games since we're young. And they just come out randomly, and we have tokenized it, and this is the future. Not really, and just the quality wasn't there. But now, just like, it's perfect time, I think, for all the developers. If we have any developers here, it's great. It's a great time, we can actually just focus on what we're trying to build, and just drive into what you're thinking is actually valuable in the future. Focus on the content, focus on the, the games, the stories itself. And when you have the really good, just the storylines, you will be fine. And then we can go to the, uh, the marketplace to launch whatever thing is valuable. You can work in with the other, uh, other game studios and to have more, like, make it more variable or make it more multi-universe or fancy concept part of it. That's what we should see in the gaming industry, how we can towards into the Web 3 from the Web 2 make it actual game. Not just like, let's just tokenize everything. Right? Yeah. I read an article yesterday, uh, it sparked a really good thought in my mind that uh, crypto markets, as I see today, like, okay, um, they, they go up and down, but they oscillate around the fundamental value creation that's going on for these 10 years. Um, and crypto markets today are very, very much self-referential. 
DeFi exchanges create tokens. When the crypto prices go down, exchange profit go down, the exchange token go down. So it's, it's very much pro-cyclical until we connect it to the real world. And it's otherwise, we're just like self-referential when everything go, goes up, we, we, we get reinforced this out and everything goes down, we reinforce this down. And connecting that to the real world, I guess we saw the crypto uh, use case. Uh, Okay, it's fundamental. It will be there. Digital creators did not have like ability to monetize. It's not big. It was one percent of the BFP trend. BFP is real world. Like you put it on Twitter, right? And not something like Ludo. It's still there. Um, it sort of reminds me, um, like the luxury goods type of brands. Oh, I, I own Balenciaga, right? Kicks and other guys that own them. Like we can recognize each other. So that's, that's the second fundamental excuse that I see. Like, I know, you mentioned uh, you, you have interest in music and FTS, maybe uh, that's, that's one, one more games. What else are there? What do you think? I love that you said connect Rick out to the outside world, you know, because outside of Web3, there is a vacuum of community, right? The data is not good, right? Church attendance down, union attendance down, elves clubs, all that stuff your grandfather did, all down, and on average. Humans are home, alone, depressed, right? Depression data through the roof, all that stuff. And so it's kind of not shocking that the, the, the NFT community side has sort of emerged to sort of bring people together, you know, across like mindedness, you know, different, different industries, different, different collections as a way to kind of fill that, like, right, that lack of community that's happened basically everywhere else. Exactly. I mean, that's where we're missing at this point. To web 2 and web 3 was in the middle. It's the fundamentals of the entire thing we're trying to build. Otherwise, we're still living in the fantasies, to be honest. So now I think it's just perfect timing. As you mentioned, I think music is a really good start. People starting to attach the loyalties, attach the, the music and NFTs. Like there's so many really good projects out there, like Oculus, like Audius. They are the, uh, I would say, the empires of this world. They're trying to see how exactly they can connect with the wine clubs and the music. But after two years, there's still, I would say, it wasn't as smooth as they was trying to conquer. Because we right now have the copyrights, we have the IPs, we have the regulations attached to it. If we're selling the music and NFTs, we technically, it's a security, it's not really utility attached to tokens. So what's next? Are we starting to spin off the tokens as an actual project? Or we need to find another way to work in this all together? We still regulate it, but at the same time, we actually build something on chain, but it will make sense. Not everything has to be on blockchain, to be honest. Something if we work with the central database, just go for it. And then this is pretty much the questions every property come to us and we will start to think about. Is this actually a blockchain project? Is a blockchain actually is the fundamental we're trying to build? Or you can just use a central database service. That's it. So let's talk about the utilities. I think that's what will be the natural layer. Very, very important for all kinds of entities. What we're trying to build, or what is actually use case for all of these NFTs besides HF collectibles. There's so many cool stuff is right out there. We can like, you know, there are also like different business models, like flame to earn, everybody can go learn about it. And uh, like walk to earn, all kind of XYZ to earn. That is the, uh, I would say still the first layer. 
uh, we're trying to add in more utility for the NFT we're trying to use. But what you guys thought on this? Like, what we should do to add in more utility? Well, you know, I mean, there's utility to the to the consumer, and there's utility to the creator, right? Like, if it was ten years ago or fifteen, we might be talking about doing a Kickstarter in order to like get our project off the ground. And you would be doing that through pre-sales to the people that are your most fervent backers, but they're still only your your customer. Ability to kind of influence the project as you build, but I think now with with you know NFTs and DeFi, they can be that much more engaged in your your long term, uh, you know, the long term of your project. And that, that, that's really yeah, and I, and I think the, the the aspect of owning a piece of whatever it is, um, and I don't mean like owning a stock, like you know, we're talking about music, like it until relatively recently. We don't own things anymore, right? If you license or rent music, if you go, if you're traveling, you go to the wrong country, you can't watch your Netflix anymore, whatnot, because your favorite movie's not licensed in that region. Um, so with, with whatever it is, you know, music, gaming assets, you spend 200 hours in Skyrim, and, and then what happens with all of those things that you've collected and earned and worked your butt off? Like, once you're done with that game, like, you, you don't own those items, but, uh, uh, the, the ownership cannot be just, you know, um, uh, we, we can't give it enough uh, kudos, so it's, you know, it's important um, to that whole process of whatever it is, you know, contributing to the path forward, um, you know, that part of the community and actually like owning stuff. You can't take it away from me because I'm in a place or you want to, you know, sell to me nine more times or we're in a different format or whatnot. So that, that is a critical aspect of it. It is right now. You know, we spoke about like owning thing. I guess fourteen uh, came up with the technology, and that is okay. Now we can own the thing really. And the next question is going to try to answer like, oh, but what does it do? Like, okay, I own it. <laughs> like, uh, to me, NFTs are digital items, just a different color from from the offline. And you have a knife in offline, you can cut your bread, so you can cut the person. That's pretty violent. But, like, what do you use NFT for? Um, a lot of my thinking goes about uh, coordination. So, uh, like, well, like, why blockchain is our goal? Because they allow you to coordinate capital of, of a lot of people uh, into achieving some, some goal. Bitcoin, there. It's, it's a massive coordination around the globe. Different countries around, and right now we've seen the NFTs as communities that have been able to coordinate. There was this GameStop movement last year. Now people already coordinated to like have a short squeeze hedge fund. Uh, we've seen something like that with NFTs too. People coordinating to pump it down. Okay, that's a use case. What would be the more meaningful coordination for, for, for collections? Somebody's doing marketing, somebody's doing Twitter, somebody's doing Discord, somebody's developing, so that sort of coordination is going on. Um, I don't know what do you think about that. It's not like a finished thought, but some, some, some early thinking. And I think, well, this is not what I'm thinking, this is what they said. So they're starting to consider how we can monetize the utility tokens, the utility NFTs, what the copyright. So think about, like, this is actually also connecting with the DeFi. So we, we, we can't get rid of the financials, you know, in whatever industries, whatever sectors. So as I say, we have to think about 
how they actually use the tokens and to maximize the values. Not, not just the price goal, but why you have the token for your product. How are you going to reward not just users? What about the content creators? Can they take a look? Because at the beginning, the ideas, especially in music, we see the, the timelines from the fan and buying a piece of music, and when the content creators actually get paid, it was what, nine months? And then it's for like five or six agents in between. That was at the very beginning, the pinpoint for this whole copyright thing. They want to get rid of all of these. They want the content creators to get paid faster. So that's where we have the focus to starting to create new utilities in these transactions. And for the younger content creators, they want to take a small loan because they probably don't have the team, they don't have the, uh, the equipment, but they have the ideas, they have the talents, they need a, they need a place to go. So they started to use the tokens to make a small loan. That's also part of the utilities. But when we have the creators, we have all of this done. This is already, we have been trying the NFT 1.0. And for 2.0s, we have the NFTs. And uh, besides, we just, just like buy and sell. And we can also reward fan clubs. And we can maximize max the, uh, the value behind each of the collection. There's a lot of use case we can consider. Or we can make it as like royalty clubs, and then uh, we can connect the fans and content creators, and we can use this as a collateral and starting to make as monetizing it, and we can do like small APYs, not crazy, anything above 20, I think it's insane. It's not really sustainable, especially in the market. And like 10 or 10 years, it's reasonable, it's a decent amount compared to deposit money in the bank, right? So at the same time, and then your fans can maybe they feel like their own piece of the copyright, but everybody also owns a piece of it. Or we started also to do the rankings. I have to like, if I bought something on wearables, it's pretty expensive, and my friends want it, I can't just give it, but they can rent it, or they can borrow it for a short period of time, or I can use this as a collateral, and then they can buy some like smaller piece, things like that. So, I mean, I'm with, I believe all, all you guys here, besides uh, plus me, we're all very confident about where we're going to go. This is not a bubble. I think this is actually something that's coming up, but it takes time. We just need to be more patient, more cautious, and also be humble. Okay. Everyone's going to have a strategy for the bear market, and you will only see it if you work on now, like two years from now. The, a reminder for us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we give all of them a hand. Thank you.